five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You are listening to my papa and my uncle Polly. On the call and bro opinion show. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Tonight, we're going to tackle a theme that I've always wanted to tackle. And that is Colts. You're saying, Scotty, what? Like Scientology? Like Charlie Manson? Like Jim Jones? The People's Temple? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's what I want to tackle tonight. Corey is in Shuttleway. No, I'm just joking. He's, uh, you'll get that joke probably by the end of this podcast. He is away, had to go out of town, and uh, couldn't make it back uh, in time for the show. But that's okay. With me, I have a very special guest. He is the host of David E. Taylor Full Frontal Exposure 2.0, where everyone's opinion is a lie. You say, what is this all about? Well, if you know me, you know I like to talk about different things and uh, read into different things. And this is a topic that's kind of picked up steam for me because it hits so close to home. According to the News Herald, current members of Joshua Media Ministries International the Taylor-based organization represents a path to the kingdom of God, a journey shepherded by a full-fledged prophet. To former members, though, the multi-million dollar church located at 2320 Superior Road says that police monitor it daily as a slave labor cult operating on a unholy trinity of intimidation, manipulation, 
in greed. In February of 2017, former JMMI member Chris Sorensen was on fire for God. He said he packed his belongings into a car and drove from just outside Minneapolis to just outside Detroit. He was ready to become a full-time staff member of the church. He said he was burning with desire to serve God. He said, I wanted to be in the ministry, he said, recalling almost two years later that it's, uh, it's all I wanted to do in life. I thought this was my calling. And six months after joining, Sorensen left GM, JMMI. He said the work of the church didn't add up pointing out that he had called misbehavior by what he called misbehavior by church officials, including physical assault, sleep deprivation. Other former members accused of the organization of taking advantage of individuals with a desire to serve the Lord by having them solicit donations, which were then used to enrich church leaders. A renowned Gospel recording artist alleged that David E. Taylor, JMMI's minister, and her former boyfriend repeatedly violated his duties as a man of the cloth by having sexual relations with over 40 women, many of them in his ministry. That is according to the News Herald, an article about this alleged cult. On the phone with me is my very special guest, a gentleman who I have been catching his YouTube show, David E. Taylor, Full Frontal Exposure 2.0, where everyone's opinion is a lie. He has really done his homework and really has delved into this cult and he is here with me tonight, Alex Stravanovich. How are you? Doing pretty good, Scott. Thanks for having me tonight. How you doing, sir? Alex, why don't you uh, take us into where this all begins? Okay. Um, well, thanks again for having me. And uh, this ultimately all starts with a divorce settlement, a big one, seven figures to be exact. <clears throat> probably at the end at the end of the whole settlement, after Debbie had given away all her money, probably three million. Okay, so let's just say three million roughly. Okay. It all starts with a divorce settlement and it all starts with a deposition on YouTube about the apostle David E. Taylor. All right. And this this deposition, it's not technically viral, but it's got a lot of views. And in the comments section of of these videos, I saw everybody ask the same question. Yo, this we everybody's either fell asleep to it, is extremely upset. How's this guy not in jail? What the heck's going on here? What up? I asked the same question. I'm an American taxpayer. I'm military. I fought two combat zones. I jumped out of airplanes with the 82nd. I took offense to this too. So I got involved because, okay, how, that's right. How is this guy not in jail? How can he, how can he sit in this deposition and lie about his taxes? For, for somebody to not know who's on their taxes, that's an issue. Because you, you by law are supposed to know what's on your taxes before you file them. This guy doesn't know what's on his taxes. For our listeners who are uh, don't really know too much about uh, this deposition, you can find the full deposition on YouTube. It's about 
four, almost five hours long. Uh, it's uh, by a, a subscriber called Shut the Muck Up. It looks like he's got about seven, 7,000 subscribers. So that's how, ma- how many uh, people just on this page alone have been uh, looking into this uh, debacle of a deposition. It's your classic case of deflecting answers and uh, really just complete buffoonery. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he has deflected a lot of those uh, questions saying he doesn't know and to ask Michelle. And and I'm assuming Michelle Brannon is probably his right hand right-hand woman? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That is his number two in command. When we have to think about this cult as a very complex, working, money laundering, sex cult machine, it really, really is. What the research we've done and the people I've talked to, real legit pastors who have had firsthand interaction with this man say, yes, this is 100% a cult. We can't, and some of them are saying, this is the most complex we've ever seen one, ever, ever. When you look at this cult, you have to think of it as that. It's a it's it's a multi-level Christianity, I'll call it counterfeit Christianity, money-making machine for one man, David E. Taylor. Right? The money the what we heard about in the deposition, it really is the tip of the iceberg, everybody. It really is the tip of the iceberg for this man. When you dig down deeper, you're talking. Uh, abuse, money, uh, money extortion, fraud, coercion, human trafficking, um, pretty much all the worst things a cult leader could do. If anybody's aware of FLDS and how that operation works, well, this is very simple. I'm not saying that the the crimes are there with the children, but you know what? It, it wouldn't surprise me with this man because of some of the information we've come across. Like, you know. It's very concerning about what's going on. And it's what he's done now. <clears throat> he's He has separated his cult. He's moved the majority of them down to a hotel in Houston. What used to be the Eagles fly in off 45 North in Houston. And this is real. So he's separated his cult. <clears throat> he's isolated them and put them in a locked hotel that they bought from this old company. <laughs> They paid a million eight for it. Alex, what I find very similar, and it's not a good thing, is a lot of what he is doing uh, mirrors Jim Jones, the People's Temple. It mirrors in somewhat David Koresh, uh, Warren Jeffs, LDS, and Scientology. He lines up with a lot of people. Yep. You, if you could take, yeah, you could take, take every cult that the, if you're listening, listeners, take every cult that you know of and take a slice out of each one and put it into David E. Taylor. And that's what you get. You're talking uh, a dark triad of mental health. And if anybody knows what the dark triad is, I just learned this a few days ago myself. Um, the dark triad is basically psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellianism. And then there's a tetrad they're talking about sadism. You put three or four of those into one person. Yeah, and, the, and since we're on it, and before, I, I'd like to get off the seven signs that you're in a cult because I think this is important. I really do. 
This is from one of my channel followers who's actually a pastor and who has actually been speaking out with me against David. Well, there's 10 signs. <clears throat> Let me just get them out. I don't want to go over them. I just want to get them out so you people can start recognizing because these people show up at colleges, they show up at coffee shops, they show up on street corners, and they recruit people right out of those places. Real deal. And it could be your child. It's happening to you. They might not even know. You might have a child who's looking for God. Guess what? In come one of these cult leaders. Bam. Let me drop a little wrench in your engine here. Before you know it, your child's in a cult and they don't even know it. These are the warning signs. And this is coming from a very well good friend of mine. Um, number one, the leader's ultimate authority. Number two, group suppresses skepticism. Number three, the group delegitimizes former members. Four, opposing critical thinking. Five, isolating members and penalizing them for leaving. Six, emphasizing special doctrines outside of scripture. Seven, seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders. Eight, dishonoring the family union. Nine, crossing biblical boundaries of behavior versus sexual purity and personal ownership. And number 10, separation from the church. 10 signs you're in a cult. And based on what we've seen uh, through newspaper articles, through former mm -hmm. cult members, um, this is a classic case of all 10 of these being checked off. Easily. Some of the stuff we found out recently, um, I urge everybody, please look at my channel, like and subscribe if you want. Um, it's not for everybody. I am abrasive. I don't come with a filter, but pardon my French, we're just tired of the bullshit. Us taxpayers out here seeing people be deceived, these organizations. I know a Joel Osteen uh, about a year and a half ago, $600,000 was found in his wall by a plumber. Guess what happened in that $600,000? It, it had been reported missing in a crime seven years earlier. And then that, that case just disappeared. You know what Joel Osteen, he, oh, you know what Joel Osteen also did? He pulled a huge PPP loan. But he ended up giving it back because he was getting so much backflack about pulling that kind of money from the government. He, he gave it back every penny. These guys are corrupt. They say money corrupts. It absolutely does, man. When I talked to you before, Alex, uh, you, I always thought, you know, in watching your show that possibly you were maybe a part of this cult or you were fooled by uh, this so-called ministry, but you said you say no. I, I, you're just tired of this man causing havoc and taking from the poor and innocent people who uh, are are blindsided by uh, these uh, fake miracles and healings and stuff. Not only that, but from me, from you, from your neighbors from the taxpayers, from the government workers, from the VA healthcare system, from Medicare, you know, systems. Where do you think these, what could this money be actually going to? I'm looking at a lawsuit for David E. Taylor right now for 1.2 million in county. That's not counting the homes that he has. Now that, that lawsuit, that is that based, that was based out of Florida, correct? That is correct. And again, I, I apologize for talking. We can go off in so many segues, but let's talk about this. Sure, I, I no, I get it. It's very, it's very, it's very intricate uh, crime syndicate, so to speak. It, it really is. When you start bouncing money around through tax exemption numbers, yeah, dude, you're committing mob crimes, dude. That's why they set up the RICO courts. 
It's a uh, Giuliani ain't no ain't no slouch. Like he set up the Rico courts, and guess what he did? He brought down the mob. Rico courts brought down the mob. I guarantee you, if this guy gets caught, it's gonna go Rico. We might not hear about it in the news, but I guarantee you, Rico will be involved. And Rico has been being used a lot lately. Anybody's been paying attention. Good old Uncle Rico's been stepping in a lot to these courts and saying, huh, nah, not today. What I found fascinating, Alex, is the lawsuit that he has out of Florida uh, due to unpaid payments for this grandioso stage props that he was allegedly going to use transporting across the country back and forth for these crusades. Uh Give us some more information on that. Yeah. So this, what David has, has basically contracted this company to do is built him a stage for it big enough for a damn rock concert, right? Several things he doesn't have to carry this, this project out. One is the finances. Two is the logistical capabilities to transport this stage, which is including manpower, equipment, everything. And three, he's just not popular enough to do it. He's too dumb. So he's contracted his company to build a stage. And they built it. And now David's backfooting on the pedal, backfooting on or backpedaling on the deal. He's now countersuing the company for the stage plus three hundred thousand dollars in the company. He's like, no, you owe us money. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the bill right here. The grand total as of let's see, 923-2022. That was last year. Right, and this is just the invoice price. This isn't counting lawyer fees. He's now been hit with discovery sanctions on this case for several dates. Okay, so the money's just racking up on this case. And the reason this case, it's a federal case. Okay, it's federal civil. Now, let's keep, we got to keep that in mind. It's federal civil because it's the amount of money. That's what makes it a federal case is the amount of money that's involved. 1.2 million, that's a lot of money. And you know what that 1.2 million I think is going to do? Open up a lot of ears. I'm hoping. Alex, would you say, uh, was it this um, lawsuit in Florida or was it the deposition that got the ball rolling on all of these charges? I think the deposition is what added. Oh, okay. So going, going back to the deposition, okay, that's ultimately what set the stage for what's going on now, right? The deposition, like I said, was just the tip of the iceberg, man. It really is. Yeah. Debbie, I spoke to Rick Frazier. Nice guy. But if if anybody knows what the clean hands doctrine is, he does not fall under this at all. Okay. Rick Frazier, the guy who deposed David and his wife and Michelle, he is just as dirty. Okay. I've done research into him and he has dirt on his hands too. So he does not fall under the clean hands doctrine here. Okay. Rick Frazier's dirty. He's a scam artist too. He just didn't get caught. The deposition is ultimately what set the stage though. Yes. And Rick Frazier paid to promote that on YouTube, right, to put it up. And you can do that. You can pay to promote your channels. You can pay for your views. You can pay for your subs. You can do everything on YouTube, right? What does Rick do? He pays to promote it, and, it's, and it starts getting blasted out all over YouTube channels. Bam, there's David E. Taylor on, on YouTube. It, it, be, it was an obsession. It was an obsession watching him just sit there and lie and lie. I'm like, how, 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 why? Then you read the comments like, how is this guy not in jail? Why isn't he in prison? How is this guy lying and not being arrested? And I started questioning that too. It's like, yeah, if that was me or you or any of the channel subscribers or the listeners, you guys would be held in contempt and probably thrown in jail. Like you just lied under oath. Sorry, we're going to hold you under perjury and just go and hold you. Alex, do you know if his ex-wife, Tabitha, was involved in 
any of this um, deposition or was she named in any of the uh, lawsuits at all? I know it's probably been a while, but well, the, uh, him and him and his wife, his his ex wife Tabitha, the history there it's kind of spotty what we've got, right? I've talked to a few people and I've got a little bit of information, but that history there is real spotty. And I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to BS anybody here. I, I don't know too much history about him and Tabitha. I just know it's spotty, the information I've got. And what I found out is he's abusive all around. David is very abusive. I know when watching uh, Tabitha's YouTube uh, channel, uh, she had a couple of uh, videos in talking about uh, David's sexual abuse and um, sleeping with multiple women in the ministry. Uh, I know um, uh, Vicki Yohe was uh, considered a spiritual daughter, uh, so she said, during their 16-month relationship. And um, it was a tactic that she said alleged was repeatedly used to have sex with women in the ministry. And uh, I know she stated he he preys on women, he doesn't honor women, and women are just a vagina. And that's that's that is quoted by Vicky Yohe herself. I mean, he's known of a uh, habit of buying expensive gifts. Uh, what else do you know about that? Absolutely, nope. You are one hundred percent right, and that's facts that I've just recently come upon too. One hundred percent, absolutely right. Don't think for one second that sex is out of the question with a cult leader. That is one of the first things. There are some there are some leaders that won't use sex, but they will definitely use some form of manipulation as control. I've learned of cult leaders that not necessarily sleep with the wise, but will break up marriages, dude, just to break up the families, just for that sense of control and power. Not even touch the wise, man. It's all a mind game. Cult leaders use fear as a control tactic, man, and it's it's a scary thing. And there's also four other dynamics to a cult you need to recognize if you're if you're thinking about your leaders and if first of all here's one thing too if your leader if your church leader is asking you to sign an NDA turn around and walk out number two cult bite model made up by Stephen Hassan who was a Scientologist all his life got out deprogrammed and basically formed the cult bite model and it's literally an acronym bite B I T E right behavior information thought and emotion you have to control those four things right you control somebody's behavior you control the information they're receiving you control the way they think and you control their emotion guess what you got a cult bot that's what we're starting to call them cult bots you got somebody who will do anything say anything for you at any time any place anywhere Another form of manipulation that um, he is, it, well, it's well documented. He's been in a shutaway, an alleged shutaway for the last three years, two years maybe, um, saying that God has called him to be shut away and uh, nobody, the only way he can be seen is on video and. Uh, Basically, he's hearing from God, and he's coming up with a lot of uh, religious jargon uh, that God, that he's saying God is telling him to do. What do you know about that, Alex? Here's what I just found out recently. All right, and I'm just going to say sources. I'm not going to say how I find this information out because some of it hasn't been confirmed yet. But I'm thinking on a very logical standpoint, I'm putting pieces together. 
noticing things, listening to experts, medical experts, things like that of that sort, people close to this man who have knowledge of this man's his behavior, everything. Okay. I, it's like I had to become this guy to think like him. It sucks. It sucks. This guy, before David went into the shutaway, he called it, right? He was in very poor health already. And I'd found that out from a few people who were close to him. All right. And now I, I, after a while, we're like, he's got it. He looks sick. And then being one of my good buddies, um, he's got a channel on YouTube called Bill Cosby ASMR. Big shout out to you, man. And uh, he was like, yo, bro, you looked really sick, right? And then other people started contacting me, medical experts, right? Not anybody who's had firsthand knowledge, but people who've worked in the medical field who are specialists, right? Not necessarily doctors, but specialists in the medical field. One lady contacts me from Ireland, right? She's like, look, this is what I'm noticing about him. She was like, there's a lot of uh, physical signs that he's suffering from diabetes for sure. Uh, he's definitely got some sort of hypercholesterol, big time, um, and a slew of other health issues going on that we're not even sure about for sure at this point. And one thing she pointed out is under David's eyes is he's got these bags and it's called hypercholesterolemia. And is what it is is basically when your when when your arteries get so clogged with plaque, it's it's like harding it. It's like put cement in a straw, right? like plaque inside your artery. Right? And there were times on stage where we all agreed that no doubt David is doing some sort of prescription abuse, right? And then he was definitely having some issues with his health. Now, about a year ago, I want to say about a year ago, I did a video after me and my buddy had been talking about David being really sick and on his deathbed. I got a privacy violation notification from YouTube about a, the same video that I just did talking about David being sick or dead saying telling of his condition right all i found out that he could be diabetic right and that and that's not violating hipaa saying somebody's diabetic no violating hipaa would be like okay where they're being treated who their doctor is what kind of medication they're taking that kind of thing diabetes is a chronic is a condition is anybody can get it right so now i can't that came from a source who's very close to david right and so him being pushing diabetes no doubt hypercholesterolemia, his heart hypertension, right? Anxiety, stress, no doubt depression. If there's pill abuse, which we most definitely think there is. Based off some of the information I've got, some of these survivors, there's prescription abuse going on. And David is sending the members to the doctors to get the pills for him. Basically sending the members out to doctor shop for him for narcotics. Right now, now put that on top of some bad health problems, right? And the source came forward today. And uh, I, I firmly believe that David either has had some kind of heart surgery or has had some kind of close call to where he either had to get a stint put in or something, for sure, 100%. Because he did a video after he came out of Shutaway, and it's called an update from David E. Taylor personally. I firmly believe that he had a medical episode. Now, from what I found out recently, I really do. He was, he was, he was overweight. He was very unhealthy. I know what kind of diet he was on. He wasn't eating healthy. That's for sure. And a, a, a black man, overweight, middle-aged, his condition, recipe for disaster. 
and I'm not being racist here. I'm just saying, if you look at David two years ago and you look at David now, there's definitely a change, but there's still not. David looked like crap two years ago when he was going into this so-called shutaway. And when he came out of his so-called shutaway, it literally looked like death walked over him, man. You, he was sitting down in this chair and he was just, he was like, like real, real out of breath, dude. He really, really was. He looked like absolute hell. I believe David is absolutely in, in poor shape. That's coming from medical experts too. Let me back that up. It's not medical experts, but like medical specialists, right? I don't want to say they're doctors or anything, but I just want to be clear on that. Like there's people who have worked, so the lady in Ireland, she did some work for the Mayo Clinic. She's like, look, I studied like hereditary diseases and the signs and symptoms. And like she said, he is very sick. She said, if I, she's like, if he was my patient, what I would do, if I walked in and saw him sitting on my table, she was like, first, I'd hook him up to an EKG, get his heart rate, find out what his heart is doing. Uh, I would be drawing blood at the very same time, and he would no doubt be going on some statin and some cholesterol medication right away. Now, what you're saying, it, that hasn't been confirmed. That's just speculation, unlike other things that are well-documented either on video or through the news, correct? That's, that's, not, that's not public knowledge. I, I, again, that's, that is unconfirmed. I want everybody to be clear. Yeah. So the health thing is just a speculation right now. What we found out recently too, is that David, right. And this is coming from a survivor, uh, Clifton Ware. Now, if anybody's ever heard this deposition, you heard Clifton Ware's name in the deposition. Well, Clifton bro dropped a bomb on us about two weeks ago. What we found out is that David, because he doesn't wipe his ass, he, he puts maxi pads in his underwear just to catch his dirty ass. And then he leaves them all over the floor for people to pick up his cult members. That's, that is no lie. Well, obviously that's another form of manipulation and brainwashing on his part, but that is absolutely disgusting. And it's a control tactic. That's what we kind of pinpointed. That's it's, it's, he's, he's pushing the line to see how far he can go. That's what these cult leaders do. That's what Jim Jones did. Look, he pushed those people a little bit farther, a little bit farther. Took him out of the country, down to Guyana, right? And then uh, what did he do? Mass murdered him, dude. Mass murdered him. Pushed, the, pushed that line a little bit farther. What did Jim Jones say at the end of his sermon? Quickly, quickly. And you know what we hear David say a lot? Quickly, quickly. You ever listen to David E. Taylor's sermons? You hear him say quickly. Very Jim Jones-ish. The bad part of all this, actually, in my view, is he's in hiding, which is not a good thing. Uh because that only, you know, adds more mystery and mystique. You don't know what he's up to or what he could be plotting uh, for his followers and himself. Uh, and then you also have, uh, you know, he's following, he, from what you've told me, uh, he has studied different cult leaders. And, and you've heard that personally uh, from former members of this cult. I think it's, I think you're onto a lot of things there. You brought up a lot of good valid points. One, he's for sure hiding. I know that for sure because I know our group, right? On my channel, I took a very active approach to this, right? I've never been a part of this group. I've, I want people to be clear on that too for the listeners. I've never been in this cult. I don't practice religion. I don't go to church. I don't read the Bible. I take high offense to people who manipulate people like this, though, especially when you're a veteran. Um, I have friends who are veterans. I have friends fighting right now. You know, if we didn't, Hey, our veterans are fighting to defend this, 
our boys, our boys overseas are fighting to defend this type of behavior. That's I, I take it very offensive, very personal for the ones that didn't come home, honestly. The ones that stayed there, the ones that died over there, man. I take this high offense. A lot of people in our group do too. So what did we do? I asked the one question, okay, this guy's get down his money. This is the, the approach I took to this was Sunza, all right, the art of war. What's the one way to get to somebody that can't get got to? Well, bureaucratic means, right? This guy plays big with the big boys. Well, guess what? Let's get the big boys involved. Let's pull the card. Let's get the IRS involved and let's trigger an audit. So we found the means to go ahead and we've been filing fraud actively every day. I've been a little slipping, but I know members in my group are filing every day because some of them have been defrauded by this guy. And it can be done. It, when you have multiple names, guess what? You can't do that with the IRS. You can't bounce money through organizations. It's illegal. There's huge, huge misappropriation of funds with this place. Money laundering, extortion, fraud, VA pension scams. You name it, it's going on here. I know you talked about mis misappropriation of funds, and I do know uh, you had stated on your YouTube show that a lot of the company, the the companies or the uh, ministries like JMMI, that's been revoked. He's got a KOGGC, and then he's got Marvels in America. So you're saying a lot of this stuff is is going from one thing to another, and he's still using some of the names. I think, if, if I'm not mistaken, his uh, his har uh, campus for the harvest down in Houston is still, uh, when you look at the picture, it's still JMMI. Okay, so we have so, and again, <clears throat> let me get the tax ID numbers out there. Okay, so we have Joshua Media Ministries International, which is JMMI. That tax ID is three three one one seven four two four one. Now that's been revoked as of last. No, that one was revoked. Let me check the exemption date. Three three one one seven. I'm right in front of my two. This is all done by public information, everybody. Everything is done here. It was revoked 5-15-2021. So we're two years later. All right. The re the revoke posting date was 11-1-2022. The IRS was backlogged for over a year and a half to get this actually posted to the database so people could see if it was revoked or not. So we know for a fact that this revoked exemption has been taking in donations since this name has been revoked. And we have proof of that. You can't take in donations off a revoked exemption. It's illegal. There's there's huge, you guys. So that's Joshua Media Ministries, okay? Been revoked, 33117-42441, or 4241. You got 8111-95992, which is Kingdom of God Global Church. Now, this is what I think. This is just me thinking outside the box. Now, we know the deposition hit the internet about 2017, right, give or take. I think that's about the date we see the first signs of the deposition. Now, this, what I'm looking at here, the effective date for Kingdom of God Global Church exemption was January 12, 2016, about right around a year before the deposition hit the internet. Let me double check and see when the deposition hit the internet. Okay, That way I can give kind of a... So it sounds to me he's got a plan B. Oh, he's got a plan C, too. He's got another exemption that he's already pulled after Kingdom of God Global Church. I know for sure he's got hundreds of Instagrams, and I'm probably sure he's probably got hundreds of Facebooks. Because what we 
what we've kind of figured out is that David is grooming young women, right? We figured that out. Yeah, so there is grooming going on inside this cult, and this is not uh, this is eyewitness account. Okay, this is not me making this up. This is not me saying yes, it's happening. No, this is coming from survivors of this cult who said yes. What I know now, David is definitely grooming these young women, one hundred percent, doubt a doubt. Um, so this deposition was released February fourteenth, twenty seventeen. Okay, so we have. This exemption that was given to them by the IRS, January 12th, 2016. So they, they have a plan. They had a plan B, right? Now, when you look up the other number, which is they have, they have a plan C, that number, the name of that organization that they've coined from the IRS, 8507-66107. That's Marvels in America, World Healing. And mind you, we've all these letters are going to the same address, which they no longer own anymore. Okay. So these letters, these final letters from the IRS. Oh, and the, the new exemption they opened up, they opened up, they opened it up as an incorporated. Okay. So a church opening up as an incorporation. I mean, that's not shady, right? This exemption was given March 18th, 2020. So they're waiting. They have this as a backup to jump money into. And you got to keep in mind, there's lawyers telling them what to do on the flip side. I've actually received a cease and desist from their representing lawyers telling me I had to shut my channel down. And um, I, I basically called their office for the whole week. Once I got a hold of somebody, I told them to sue me. Said, you're going to call your client after this? He said, yeah, I'm going to call right after this. I like, go ahead and tell him to sue me. And that letter was in October 12th of 2021 which was just before they got revoked by the IRS was after, I'm sorry, was after they got revoked. Alex, what I found really alarming in not only uh, the show that you have exposing David E. Taylor, uh, I see a ton other uh, YouTube channels uh, popping up exposing David E. Taylor, uh, supposing, uh, uh, exposing Catherine Crick, who is another uh, kind of weird, weird. To me, she almost is demonic in in what she does, and it's it's very, very creepy. Uh, she's a sociopath. She she's a sociopath. Yeah, she's a full blown functioning high high functioning sociopath. What's scary is there is more and more and more of these so-called apostles and prophets popping up like it seems like on a monthly basis. There's always some kind of a new face. Well, and these guys are all kind of falling under this movement called the 5F, five-fold movement where everybody's an apostle all of a sudden. Like you wake up, oh, hey, I'm an apostle. Uh, and I'm, And what's weird, ever since I started doing this, I've been finding more people and more people that are just fake, right? I find this guy named Daniel Adams and he starts doing work with this other guy named, uh, let's see here. I just saw him, Leon Dupreeze, right? And this other, when you go to his channel and you go. read their about sections, it says, you know, Leon Dupreeze called as a, called as a prophet at the mere age of 17. Well, you know what? His buddy Daniel Adams thinks also says that too on his about section. It's like, okay, so who's the real prophet here? 
guys are all claiming to be prophets, but you know what? None of them have hey ever, guys, have never claimed a real sign or wonder ever, ever. Like Daniel Adams, here's TSNL is a soup is a worldwide movement of God trusted to Daniel Adams through a dream he had years ago. All these guys are having fucking dreams about God. Pardon my French, but hey, man, I have a dream about God once or twice. Yeah, so what? I don't go out there blasting it to the world like I'm the next person, best thing to God. Why are these guys doing it and trying to shove it down everybody's throat? That's kind of what we're getting at. We have this running joke in our group. We would love to see some of these apostles like go to China with their Bibles down on a corner and preach. Buy them a one-way ticket and see what happens. <laughs> see, what real, see what real persecution is. And honestly, if there's any Christians out there listening, I apologize for my cursing on my channel if you do follow, but that's just the way I speak. But um, honestly, these, these apostles, these so-called apostles, you have to ask yourself, would they really be able to stand up to the real persecution that the real apostles stood up to? Or do you think they or do you think they would fold under the first real act of persecution? And not only that, Alex, I mean, he, David E. Taylor, uh, since that's the guy we are talking about tonight, uh, his claim to have healed people, has cleared complete hospitals out. He has claimed that he has made limbs grow back. Just to name a few. I mean, there, and then the thing is, is there's no scientific evidence of this. There is no witnesses to this at all. I mean, you would think that if he cleared a hospital of every sick patient in there, that there would have been somebody that would have said something about it. But yet there's nothing. Yeah, and people believe this. This is what is so disturbing. Or medical proof either. That's what we say. It's it's like, okay, well, if you've done all this, David, okay, show us proof. Prove it. Prove it. What's the hospital that you healed everybody out of? Where are these people that had limbs growing back? Things like that. We also challenge him. We challenge any of these apostles, so-called apostles, like, hey, well, aren't you guys at these children hospitals with cancer and stuff? Yeah, what you what do you think that would be the place you'd want to start is with the with the innocent, right? You would want to start with the afflicted, with the innocent, you know. You really would. And you'd want to find kind of sad and disturbing to say the least. Is some of these people either I don't know if it's mental illness or they just never been shown the straight path or what. But some of the people that I get across the channel. They're asking, like, what other preachers they should follow, and they start mentioning all these other false preachers and stuff. I'm like, no, no, don't follow. Just read your Bible. Foster your own relationship with God. Why do you need these false preachers to tell you how to get to God when the Bible's right there? All you got to do is open it and read it. Yeah, Alex, TV evangelists and cult leaders, you know, they often exploit the vulnerabilities of individuals seeking, like, peace and satisfaction in their life, you know? And they use these persuasive techniques and charismatic personalities and, you know, the emotional manipulation to draw people in, you know? And that's what's, that's what's so sad, you know, these innocent individuals often grappling with personal struggles can become uh, susceptible to promises of belonging, purpose, 
and answers that these figures offer, it's crucial to remain critical and well-informed when evaluating such leaders to avoid falling into their traps. And, you know, there's a lot of documentaries out there uh, on Warren Jeffs, David Koresh, uh, to name a few. There was even one uh, of a, uh, I believe he was an Indian guru that uh, planted a city. Almost, It was almost like a city up in Oregon. Uh, but the, the thing with this, uh, Colts, is you have to stay informed. You have to read into these people from the past, like Jim Jones, and realize what kind of manipulation that they offer. Uh, and when you think about it, none of it has ever, in any circumstance, worked out for the good. I can recommend it. Yeah, I can recommend a lot. I can recommend a lot of good documents about cults. There's one called uh, La Luz del Mundo. There's one about Warren Jeffs. I just watched called uh, Prisoner of the Prophet. Keep sweet, keep sweet, pray and obey is a good one. Um, How to become a cult leader. That one was all right. I thought I didn't like. Uh, I'm not going to be opinionated on. It. I just it wasn't my take. You know, what they started off with, we kind of already know. You know, and it's our goal here ultimately is to stop David. Is to stop this organization. To stop this cult and it can be done some people like oh you'll never you'll never stop him you can't be done i'm like watch watch takes time what else i found disturbing about uh david e taylor and this is well documented and you can see this on a million videos on youtube is how he chastises his own people live on the air I mean, it's it's very degrading. And the fact that you would do that on the air in front of, you know, thousands of people that may be tuning into this, it's it's a it's, that's a nightmare. It really is. And you never know what you're gonna get. I mean, we've seen that guy come on glued live and we're all sitting back like, Holy shit, did we just hear all this and see all this? No kidding. You go back and you watch some of his earlier videos from a couple years ago before he went into this so-called shutaway. He was an absolute mess. He was a mess. Through the pandemic, that was some of his best, some of his best stuff. Some of his best stuff when he was in shutaway, right? Because nobody was doing anything during the pandemic. They're in shutaway. Guess what David got to do? Just sit back, be a glutton, and just feed everybody fed his pride and ego through social media, man. It's it's all control because he and we've I've actually have videos on my channel too of him chastising people and then I've went back to see if those videos are still up they're up but they're edited out of him chastising the people I am not even BSing anybody that's listening he goes back and edits out the part where he chastises people because he doesn't want to seem like an ass and he is he is an absolute ass you guys and you know what somebody in, in Michigan this guy's in Taylor Michigan that's where his main cold headquarters is out of. Taylor, Michigan, off 20320 Superior Road. I guarantee you, you try to go in there on a Sunday service, they're going to ask you for an ID, and they're going to probably try and ask you a ton of questions. Who are you? What are you doing here? What do you want? You know, Are you going to give to the kingdom of God? This, that. They're, they're going to try and milk you for money, first of all. That's their gift down is money. They want your money. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and if, if these, these uh, te- so-called false teachers 
would really understand the Bible, uh, they don't understand James 1. And that says, not many of you should become teachers, self-constituted censors and reprovers of others. My brethren, for you know that we teachers will be judged by a higher standard and with greater severity than other people. Thus, we assume the greater accountability and the more condemnation. That right there is a verse that I'm sure most of these false teachers skip by. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's, it is. And I agree with that. And I'm not even Christian. Dude, you start messing with God and religion, dude. It's like, in my opinion, what I know of the Bible and religion, it's like, you just don't do that, man. That's like, a, that's like a moral issue. You don't mock God like that, especially when it's written into our Bill of Rights and our Constitution. Like, come on. I've never mocked God. Well, I, I tell people, hey, read your Bible. God, God will be cool with that if you read your Bible. I guarantee it. God will probably be more happy that you read your Bible instead of get pulled in by one of these clowns up on stage claiming they're the next greatest thing to God. And what we've also found out through some careful research is that a lot of these people, like Catherine Crick, Daniel Adams, and some of these other prophets online, are actually buying their subscriber base. Well, you taught me something new, Alex. I mean, I didn't know you could buy subscriber bases like that. It absolutely can. I, I watched one channel, this the Daniel Adams guy, right? He's claiming to be the apostle, right? I watched his channel get stripped of close to 90 million views for fake view engagement policy violations on YouTube. I know exactly what it was for. He was buying, this guy was buying seven to 8,000 subscribers per day on YouTube. And you could look in the analytics on Social Blade. His, the numbers have kind of disappeared since then. But I was tracking his numbers for several months, man. And this guy was just racking up subscribers and views. They haven't taken the subscribers away yet, but they took 90 million views away from the guy. They took 90 million views. And when I questioned him about it on his channel, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to answer a troll's channel here. You know, they took my views away because, you know, I had some videos up that, you know, YouTube told me I had to take down. And here's the thing. YouTube doesn't take you, tell you to take down videos. Okay? They just take them down. So for him to even come out and say, oh, well, YouTube told me to take him down. No, he's lying. YouTube just takes your videos down. And now he's going back to buying one to 2,000 2, subscribers per day again. Really? That seems like a lot of time and energy to keep up a lie. It's called fake view engagement. They, de they, they took his views and they demonetized his channel. And he, he comes out and says, oh, well, I have to clean up my channel now. And, you know, once that's done, I'll be able to remonetize. But no, when you get demonetized like that, YouTube usually doesn't remonetize you because that's fraud and scam. Alex, uh, is do you know if David uh, is monetized on YouTube? Because I know he has a million YouTube channels and they're always playing 24 hours a day. No, he's not monetized. No, he, he had a channel that got demonetized and removed last about a year and a half ago through the pandemic. A couple years ago, because I think he was spitting some really bad stuff like when because covid uh youtube took a real big stance against people spitting out anti-covid rhetoric you know they're like no you can't do that and people who are doing it they're just taking their channels they're like nope sorry channel's mine gone bye youtube youtube is not putting up with an ounce of it they weren't if you're if you're trying to say anti-covid rhetoric um yeah 
YouTube was just shutting you down. You know, it's strange to me with as many restrictions as YouTube has that they haven't, you know, delved into more of his rhetoric and, you know, false teachings that, that are being provided from him. Uh, <clears throat> but I guess it's yeah. a fine line yeah. with YouTube. Well, not only that, but here you have a, a you also have a pastor coming out and spitting like real hate speech, man. Really do. Like if, if I were to say half of the stuff this guy says, that my channel would be stripped and I'd probably have the government knocking on my door asking me like, uh, why are you saying these types of things? But when, when you're doing it in the name of religion, it seems you can pretty much get away with anything. Also, we have this running joke. It's all you got to do is be a piece of shit apostle, scam people, and you can get away with anything. And not only that, you can have a harem of women at your beckoning call that will do anything you want. Just, you just got to be a piece of trash. It's, it, it really does. It's, it almost seems like it, it benefits to be a piece of trash in our society. You get away with more. And I'm not saying, like, David, David is trash to me. Like, these types of people, it just seems like these people are getting away with everything. Another thing that I found quite interesting is he has a so-called school down in Houston, Texas, uh, that you visited. Um, give us a little bit of insight on that. Well, because they moved down to Texas, and I'm in Texas, you know, a series of fortunate events led me to be there at that time and place, right? And it was more of a way to, I wanted to show people like survivors of this cult through all the fear and BS that they've instilled in people. I wanted to show them how scared I wasn't and what power they didn't hold over me because I know for sure this place has cursed me up and down. I know they have, I know they know me. They sent me a cease and desist. They know exactly who I am. And it was, it was proof to the survivors that nothing could be done. That this man holds no power because we know that fear, fear is what controls these people with this man. It's, it's, a, it's a prison of mind control. You got to think about that. Yeah, the hotel is a prison. And that hotel is nothing. It's not a school, everybody. You're in Houston. If you catch this and you're listening in Houston by chance, guess what? That hotel off uh, 45 North is, is not a school. It is a religious sex cult. And there's money laundering. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on there. Stay far away from it. Don't, don't try to confront anybody there, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. I had some guy on my channel say he was going to call in a swatting incident on that place. I was like, uh, yeah, no, you're not. So I actually called. I reported that swatting to the Houston police. I'm not going to deal with that because how do you fight evil with evil, you know? Send in a swatting location to a cult where we're trying to actually get the people out peacefully and calmly. That way they can deprogram and lead some sort of normal life. Yeah, let's 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 send in a, a situation like that and really screw them up. Alex, do you think that there's a really good chance that uh, this uh, cult slash ministry of uh, David E. Taylor could be uh, shut down? I, I think it has a very real possibility of getting shut down. I do. With what's going on there and us reporting it, because I'm telling you, there's kids there. There's kids there in a cult, guys. These could be your kids. You got to think about that. Somebody from Detroit that's listening, you might be listening to this, and you know what? You might have somebody in this cult that you haven't spoke up about. You never know. This guy operates out of Michigan. He's in Taylor. 
I'm just saying, these, there's kids there. You don't do it to the adults. That's cool. If the adults want to do it, that's fine. Let them do their sick, twisted BS. But don't get the kids involved, man. Why do you involve the kids? Why? Oh, well, because now you're training your next crop of manipulators and concubines. You got to be clear. David has concubines, plural. Okay, every one of every one of these women in this cult, he's probably slept with. The sex cult. Right, there's interviews on my channel. You guys, please listen to them. It will explain a lot from uh, Cliff's point of view. This is real stuff. I started the channel to open up the dialogue so we could figure out what was going on. When we started, we started peeling back the layers of the onion. Guess what? It smells and it's stinky and it burns your eyes. Alex, I know um, you have done an interview with a, I'm going to call him a survivor of this cult. His name is Clifton Ware, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, give, us a, give us a story in history uh, of how you came in contact with him. And how me and Cliff got in contact was because I went down and did the audit on the hotel. <clears throat> and uh, he texted me on my Google Voice number. Excuse me one second. And he texted me. And he's like, hey, um, I want to connect with you. Uh, this is who I am. And he tells me, I'm like, oh, shit. Cliff, right? And uh, I, I just gave him my number right away. And I knew exactly who he was. And we got to talk. And he's like, my kids are there. What do I do? Right? Like, all right, this is what you need to do. Gave him some. And he did. Like, these, you got to figure, these people, the cult leaders, uh, basically teach the people in the cult that the government is the worst. You don't want their, their hell, the Satan, basically, right? So it does. It takes a lot for these people to come out and speak publicly. And yes, Cliff was the first one to come out on my channel and speak publicly. There have been others. There have been others that have come out, right, that have spoke. Um, and big shout out to all you guys. I just want big shout out to all the cult survivors who've come out and speak. You guys, you guys are the cream of the crop. Not me. You guys are. You guys come out, get your voices back. We're here to support you. You need help let us know so big shout out to you guys cliff big shout out to you josh shout out to you all the other cult survivors who haven't come forward yet all the cult survivors that are about to come forward big shout out to you guys now alex you have a big interview coming up on your youtube show david e taylor full frontal exposure 2.0 uh you will be having uh, one of David E. Taylor's ex-girlfriends on the show. That's pretty amazing. So these people are stepping out. Give us uh, give us some insight on this next interview for you. Yeah, I'm actually going to interview one of David's ex-girlfriends. And that hasn't been done for some time. There's been a couple, but uh, not for a while, not for quite some time. And this is going to be a live, raw interview. I urge everybody to tune in. This is going to This is going to be coming from a woman that was next to this man. And you got, here's the thing about Cliff too. Cliff was next to this man for a 10 year period. Think of everything he saw, everything he heard. I mean, I've had phone conversations with Cliff offline that I'm like, what the hell dude? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm not even lying to you, dude. He's like, I was 10 years with this guy. So this guy saw a lot of stuff this man did. Now, I know, Alex, you said that Clifton actually has children at this campus for the Harvest Hotel slash school. Uh, has he been in contact with his kids? Or 
has he been able to see them at all? What is, what's the situation with that? No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I know. And, and the bad thing about it is Texas does not have a good history with uh, cults uh, ending in a good manner, uh, a la the David Koresh situation years ago. Precisely. This is how good this guy is. He's got him isolated in the middle of a populated city. Doesn't get much better than that, man. It doesn't get much better than that. He's got him in a, in a hotel in the middle of Houston. People drive by it every day. Millions of people drive by it every day, probably. <laughs> Serious, man. And we've been saying, hey, uh, you know, there's a religious cult here and you guys need to do something about it. And it's not just a religious cult, it's a religious sex cult. That's money laundering, you know, tax crimes, evasion, fraud, you know, basically all the crappy things a, a mob organization does, these people are doing. Alex, from what you've heard, is there an active, do you know if they are watching like the FBI? I know some of that stuff can be secret, um, but do you know, I know you have a lot of people looking into this matter. Do you know if there are, is it an active investigation? Is it more than just the IRS and the lawsuits and stuff? I mean, are they looking into maybe child welfare? You know, uh, and we've passed that around and i think there's i think there could be you know maybe higher powers that are concerned about that already you know definitely especially with the type of research we've been doing and the type of reports we've been doing and giving to people with the back research and the theories and all the stuff we've come up with on jim jones Jim fresh ask cult leaders we've given all the information up and we're like you guys got a serious problem we've again we've been reporting this guy to the irs there's nothing he can, there is nothing he can do to stop that process. And now we know, we know he's been contacted because he's come out and saying, oh, there's groups out there saying that I'm committing wire fraud and this and that against the government. So, which leads us to believe he's now been contacted. We know for sure they revoked his status, right? But he came out and said, oh, well, don't worry. I already have another status you guys can give to. So he knows, he knows the game. He's like, don't worry. I already, don't worry about it. I got another one. What's interesting to me is how many rabbit holes this whole thing can go down. I mean, we talk about this topic, but it leads to this hole uh, in another topic. So it's hard to kind of like wrap this up into a small little package and say, this is what's going on. It, really, it's, it is. You see how many segues we've gone off of trying to stay on one topic. You can't just talk about one topic because one topic goes into so many complex different scenarios that we know about. Well, I know the one thing we want to talk about was the stage. Remember that stage lawsuit? Well, what we never got through that. What David has planned to do is take that stage around the country with these trucks that he apparently is going to, he's, he has trucks that he's going to also build out into trailers and shower trailers, but he also needs these trucks to haul that stage around. So we can't have both, right? He can only have one or the other. So he's been pitching two scams at the same time, but he can't have them both. He can only have one or the other, right? He needs the trucks to haul the stage around, which the stage is unfinished, which is not going to happen. Or he's going to convert the trailers, but he doesn't have the money to do it, nor does he have, again, the logistical means to do it. it it's a huge, it, you can honestly look at, at it as, uh, honestly, a counterfeit Christianity 
marketing scheme. Alex, I think the most unfortunate thing uh, about all this is because of the things that happened with David Koresh and how uh, many people felt that was a complete debacle and it was rushed. Uh, it almost gives more time for uh, a cult like this to plan things that are more sinister. And it almost seems that that could put the children at even more harm because they have to uh, be subject to this brainwashing. Yeah, I think now when it comes to cults like this, they're definitely going to cross their T's and dot their I's. They're going to make sure they have all the information they need before they make a move, especially when there's children involved. You know what the government doesn't want on their hands with social media nowadays? With something like that is is another Waco situation right in the middle of a busy city where people driving by on a busy freeway can see what's going on. You know, that's what they don't want. They don't want to see that building go up in flames with a bunch of little kids in it. They don't want to see that. Nobody does. Our goal is to get these people out. But in order to get them out, we got to take, got to get David off the chessboard. Him, Michelle, Joseph, all his little cult leaders, his little cult followers, the main, you know, probably there's probably got about five or six people that are real close to him that will protect him. Yeah, take those five or six people off the board and the cult will crumble. Alex, one question I wanted to ask you. When you watch a lot of those videos uh, of their services, they're all, everybody is looking at some kind of a tablet or a phone. I find that strange. I've never seen that before, uh, like at a, maybe a Benny Hinn or or something like that, of these TV evangelists. You never see people standing there holding a phone or a tablet, and they're very mesmerized um, uh, by whatever's on there. D do you know what they may be looking at? D has Cliff ever said anything to you about that? Some people are getting messages, I think. Yeah, I think some people, like, they'll get messages from David. But also what I found out recently is what Cliff told me is that what happens is they're not actually looking at anything on the phone. They're just kind of scrolling through crap. Yeah, he's like, they're not even really looking at anything. He's all, you know how I know because I stood right next to him while they did it. And again, Cliff is, Cliff is a very reliable source. When you're next to a cult leader for 10 years and you see the ins and outs of how a man works, you know? Alex, I know he, you have a uh, myriad of friends that uh, are investigating this stuff, too. You're not the only one, and uh, which is a good thing. And um, do you have anybody in, in the Michigan area uh, that might be uh, investigating more of the Taylor area or, or has previously investigated the Taylor area, uh, you know, with the JMMI building that's up there? Yeah, not... Not the hotel, but the main building up in Taylor. Yeah, big shout out to uh, Jeff Morton. Jeff Morton, if you're listening, big shout out to you. He did one of the original audits on the JMMI building. And you can find it. Look up GM, uh, Jeff Morton JMMI audit and watch that. Watch that video. Watch that video. That was done several years ago. And like I said, big shout out to Jeff Morton. He was like the original to do an audit on, on the cult, it looked like. And there had been some people who went out and did some protests and stuff like that in front of the but what our group has done has not given up on David like everybody else has in the past. Our group has continued on for the last two and a half years to stop this guy. That's been our goal. That was my goal, I said. I was like, okay, let's see what people have done to try and bring this guy down. Let's take it a little bit harder, further. 
let's actually see what it takes. I mean, I got all the time in the world right now, as far as I'm concerned, I might as well use it constructively and do something good, try and put a little bit of piece of the world back together. Alex, is there anybody else that could, you know, possibly take the blame for this uh, kind of behavior too? I can't 100% blame David. I have to blame the government too, because they're the idiots handing out the exemptions to these people and not keeping an eye on them. Why is it taking a bunch of taxpaying citizens to have to report this guy to one of the biggest government agencies that we know of that screws us out of money every year, but yet they'll come after me or you? Hey, you missed a couple hundred dollars on your tax form. Guess what? We're coming after you with interest. We're going to take your house, your car, your kids, your clothes off your back. Guess what? You're going to be blind, deaf, and naked walking down the street with nowhere to go. You get, you get David E. Taylor laundering millions of dollars. Hey, it's all cool. Hey, you're doing it in the name of God. Hey, go ahead and keep doing it. We're not going to do anything because you're sort of but no, if these people are going to take in tax-free money, there needs to be 100% transparency. If the government doesn't see the problem here, it's time that we as the taxpayers, as the citizens, right? And I'm a firm believer, hey, you pay your taxes, right? I don't care if you vote or not. Hey, you pay your taxes. You. Here's the thing. When I tell people I don't vote, because I don't, because in my opinion, the government doesn't give a crap about me at this point. If they did, we wouldn't be having this conversation about this guy. They would have this under control. Everything would be in line, all taxes, everything would be perfect, right? But we're having this conversation. It's taking a bunch of taxpayers with brains to piece together a money laundering and report it to the government when the government is just so, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating to me as a taxpayer to say that these people can get away with just laundering huge amounts of money. And the government's like, oh yeah, it's okay. It's, there's nothing wrong here because, <laughs> hey, in my opinion, you, they're, they're dipping into the cookie jar the government is. These churches, when they need a little payout, hey, can you, you know, we didn't, we didn't put you on the uh, chopping block this year. Can you go ahead and give me about, I need half a mil to go ahead and fund a private party. Think about that. I think about some of these big mega churches like, that are tied up with government. And think about it. You got John Hagee in, in Texas, Kenneth Copeland. You got, uh, who are some of the other big ones? Joel Olstein. These guys, these guys love their tax-free money. They love it. It's no longer religion. It's about business, about marketing, making the money for the church. You look at FLDS, it was the biggest polygamy sex cult in America. And you look at all the properties they have, where are they getting all this money? I mean, when they, when they, when they caught Warren Jeffs, he had a, a racks of cash on him. Racks. He probably had a hundred grand on him. Who's, who's rolling around with a hundred grand on him now? I'm not. That's what I find offensive about it. It's scary and it's sad. Not only that, it's he's screwing over the taxpayers. This guy is taking taxpayer money. He, he pulled a $30,000 PPP loan, right? Those were supposed to go to businesses who needed help through the pandemic, right? David doesn't pay his people the forced labor cult. You know where that $30,000 went? His pocket, to his eating habits, to his narcotic habit, to whatever habit he had. That thirty thousand dollars, he didn't pay his. He didn't pay his members. That's my money. That thirty thousand dollars, that's all my tax money I paid over the last forty years of my life. Guess what? I want my thirty thousand dollars back. That's how I take it. You take it how you want. You know. You take it how you want. That was my money. I pay my taxes every year. This guy doesn't. He just dipped into a federal fund and didn't use it for the intended purposes. Alex, for our listeners, he he's in Texas. He's in Florida. 
He's in Taylor. Uh, and I believe um, we want the people to know he's in St. Louis area, the Missouri area. Is that correct? Well, no, St. Louis is where he has most of his property up in the St. Louis, um, uh, Chesterfield, Missouri area. He's got a plethora of properties up in that area and several large properties, one of them being Nellie's old place. Now, is that where the Nellie's old home, is that where you guys have titled the Fellatio Mansion? No, the Fellatio Mansion down in Florida, that was 706 Guisando de Avia. That was sold to them by the Buccaneers uh, assistant coach. Now, I know uh, in watching the videos that are, uh, again, up on YouTube, this is all public knowledge. He says uh, some of these places, like these mansions, he's using it for ministry purposes uh, in regards to being able to keep uh, missionaries and uh, uh, house uh alleged uh, disciples from other countries that come in to be uh, trained is that is that is that what you've heard also but you can't you can't no you can't if you can't use the places for commercial use that's what he was trying to do and these are houses you can't move into HOAs like this that's why he bought the hotel he was running out of places to house his clothes he's like well shit I guess I just better buy a hotel right but David, this is the houses, all the properties, all the cars. It's all part of David's ego. This this is the type of stuff that feeds his ego. You take all this away. You took David's harem away, like his properties, his cars, and everything. David, trouble. His name is Alex Stravanovich, and he is the host of Full Frontal Exposure, David E. Taylor's Full Frontal Exposure 2.0, where your where everybody's opinion is a lie. And uh, Alex, give us uh, give us the information on where to find you and all that good stuff. Okay. Uh, the name of my channel is David E. Taylor Full Frontal Exposure 2.0, where everybody's opinion is a lie. Um, my channel's been up for a couple years. It's on YouTube, and that's the only platform I really stream from. That's where I built the channel on is, is YouTube. Um, I try to do lives as often as I can when I get kind of updated information or sometimes it's honest. If I come out and do a live, it's to keep the ball rolling. It really is because I don't want to lose momentum now where we're at. And please like and subscribe. If you don't, that's fine. All the same. Um, I do cuss. I want people to be aware of that. Um, I'm, a, I'm a guest tonight on this channel, so my language has definitely been very, very calm. But because of my frustration, I share it on my channel. And it's not that I'm out here trying to degrade God. Never once have I told God to damn anybody or might say God damn it here and there, but it's never in vain, right? I never take the Lord's name in vain. In vain. Um, I'm just tired of seeing all the bull. And I really am. And a lot of us are. And if you've kind of questioned that you're kind of tired of the BS you see going on, well, this is kind of a part of it. And if you know of David E. Taylor and you know of his BS and you're tired of it, well, this is why we're here. It's because you need to stop these guys. And social media is the way to do it. Hey, how do you do it? Open up a dialogue. And people eventually started coming forward once I opened the channel up and started talking about the money crew. It didn't take long. It didn't take long at all for people to start coming forward. But uh, yeah, I, I got information about this guy. What do you want to know? Just don't mention my name. Okay. Alex, how many times a week do you go live? Uh, I'll probably, depending on school, maybe two to three times. 
And I'll usually do it in the evenings about 7 p.m. Central. Sometimes I might run a daytime live. But again, I'm doing full-time school right now. So I'll usually try to do evening about 7 p.m. Central. And for all the Cohen Bro Opinion Show listeners, make sure you check out uh, Alex's YouTube channel. He has a very, very good interview coming up with a person that was directly involved with David E. Taylor, his ex-girlfriend. And... uh, Alex, give us a little bit about that interview that's coming up. She's actually been active in the chat on the channel a lot lately, but if somebody hasn't come forward and talked about it yet. And what she's told me, she's like, I wasn't a part of the ministry, but I was his girlfriend. I'm his ex-girlfriend. And she's like, yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, I'm his ex-girlfriend. I was like, okay, that's fine. We're not here to dog you on it, you know, but I just want to put it, and I've already labeled it, hey, David Taylor's ex-girlfriend, you know, she's going to come out and give her testimony. It's She's already kind of given me a basis of what she wants to talk about. You know, she's like, I'm not going to get too much into the details about the personal stuff. But she's like, I will give some details, but I'm not going to go too in depth because some of the stuff I'm just not going to tell you. I was like, I understand completely because this guy is a is a very vile, dirty human being. Worst of the worst. Alex, you also have uh a team i would say a team of friends that are that have a, a lot of other channels uh about david e taylor um why don't you give our listeners also the uh links on where you can find them yeah definitely uh uh my other good friend uh jm and my cult watch they're out of um they run the jm and my jm and my cult watch channel uh lord pender he runs the david e taylor comedy channel uh, my my other good buddy Chris Com, he's been posting some good content too about David and religious cults. Uh, my other good buddy, the Crick Report, he's been posting some good stuff about these charlatans. Uh, who else is out there? There's only a few of us that have really been going in hard on David. It's the things we've seen is there's a lot of channels that have picked up his content and done like one and done videos on him, but have never really stuck with them. And our group has seen this through to the end. Alex, I wanted to express my heartfelt gratitude for you joining me on the podcast tonight and sharing your courageous journey of exposing Apostle David E. Taylor and his cult. Thanks again for having me. I know your insights uh, on these important issues are definitely commendable and inspiring. And for the people that are in this cult, you can get out. There is a way that you can get out. You have been listening to the Co and Bro Opinion Show. Corey will be back in studio in the next day or so. So be looking for new episodes uh, coming up this weekend for our new David E. Taylor Full Frontal Exposure 2.0 fans. Uh, we thank you for tuning into the Cohen Bro Opinion Show and uh, showing your support for Alex. Hey, we would love to have you uh, keep listening in to us. We have some rewind uh, episodes that uh, are on here on Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major uh, podcasting platforms. So if you'd like to get acquainted with us, we'd love to have you. Also, we will be having the Wolverine Den with head coach Tony Blankenship. That's right. If you are into Michigan football, this is a separate podcast that you can find on the Cohen Bro Opinion Channel. Uh, We will be talking everything Michigan football every week, and that will begin 
next Monday we'll have the episode out. So for Corey and myself, have a great week, everybody. And Lane, why don't you tell them what they need to do? Stay tuned. You can follow the Cohen Pro Opinion Show on all major podcasting platforms. If you'd like to contact the show, feel free to email us at cobropodcast at gmail.com or DM us at Cobro Opinion Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for listening. This concludes our broadcast day.